Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I think we got Senator Schmidt on the line from Washington tonight. Senator Eric Schmidt, how are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Good. Did you hear the news today? Yachty officially back with the team. I think that's good, right? He's not full-time coach, right? But he's going to be working with the team. Is that the deal? Yeah, I guess it's assistant to the office of the Pred. Look, it's just kind of a title that they came up with. But just having his presence around, I think, is a good thing, right? Absolutely. I mean, he's always been sort of a manager on the field. And he knows... The pitching staff still, well, it's going to be all new pitching. So that'd be good actually to kind of work with um, the new pitching staff is what they get the new pitchers. And he's just, he's an icon um, and players love him. So I think it's a good move. Your reviews of the pitching moves. I don't think we've spoken since. I like it. I mean, Sonny Gray, in my view is a one. If you look at his numbers, actually um, uh, he, um, they stack up well. He's top three in MVP. He's top three um, in wins above replacement. So I think they went out and got, the right guy, it's sort of the front of the rotation. And I think Lance Lynn's due for a bounce back. His home run rate was not great last year, but Bush Stadium will help with that. Kyle Gibson is a guy that eats up a lot of innings. I think they wanted stability uh, on that rotation. I think they got it. And who knows? They may not be done yet. I think they need to go out and get some bullpen arms. If you look at the teams that do well in the postseason, um, they got a lot of firepower in the bullpen. That's probably the next next thing up. Again, who, what, what other United States Senator, ladies and gentlemen, can handicap baseball the way that Senator Eric Schmidt can? Let's get down to business. Here's Joe Biden. Frankly, I think it's stunning that we've gotten to this point in the first place. While Congress, Republicans in Congress, are willing to give Putin the greatest gift he could hope for and abandon our global leadership, <clears throat> not just Ukraine, but beyond that. All right, Senator, what's up with the foreign aid supplemental? Uh, the president's blaming Republicans as usual, but what, what's your position on this? So uh, in about an hour here, um, um, there's going to be a vote um, on cloture, which means moving forward to the supplemental bill. It's, it's essentially you have to have 60 votes to move to the supplemental. It's going to fail, and it's going to fail because um, for a few reasons. One is what Biden sent um, over doesn't, it does, he tries to do a few things, right? It's got Ukraine funding, it's got Israel funding, it's got Taiwan stuff in it, and it's got funding for the border. The reality is it's more, it exacerbates the problem. It's essentially money for illegal immigrants to stay in hotel rooms in places like New York, which we've seen. So it's a joke of a proposal. The Democrats haven't been willing to deal at all in a serious way uh, on the border. Nothing has changed and that, and it's going to go down. For me, I think we ought to debate these issues separately because the, the realities on the ground as it relates to Israel, the realities on the ground as it relates to Ukraine, the political support, um, you know, likelihood of success are different. 
and they ought to be treated differently. But, you know, Joe Biden wants to lump all this stuff together and it's going to go down today. And so we'll see. There could be a further negotiation on the border related issues. But I'm skeptical, Mark, because, you know, you can have a language change here or there unless it's something really, really significant. The real problem we have is we have a chief executive here. We have somebody in the executive branch that's not interested in executing the law. And the first thing that he did on day one was to, you know, eliminate Remain in Mexico, which was working under President Trump. We had a secure border. So really, this is part of his brand, which is to have open borders. And the leftists have taken over the Democrat Party. So they're getting exactly what they want. There is a record yesterday, Mark, 12,000 people in one day. Yeah. Unbelievable. Bill malusian has been reporting at, on Fox. I don't see any other reporting out there on this, but yesterday's reporting was stunning. And, you know, we've you've seen this. I've seen it. A lot of our listeners have seen what's happened at the border, certainly more so than the vice president. But what Bill was reporting on yesterday, and some of this video came from One Nation, the uh, you know, that's the network hosting the, the debate tonight. It was a long line of men from Africa, no women, no children, a long line of men from Africa. And then the News Nation video was Chinese nationals streaming through the border. So whether they're terrorists or not, there's a process to come through this country. It's being ignored. It's just when you thought this could not get more outrageous. I think it has. Well, we're hearing, Mark, that, you know, this signal gets sent right to, to other countries that next year, because it's an election year, that you're going to see numbers greater than you see right now because uh, they don't know what's going to happen in the presidential election. And if President Trump is president again, he's going to secure the border, right? Joe Biden has no interest. And so you think it's bad now. It's only going to get worse. And it's as bad now as it ever has been in the history of the country. And uh, again, the Democrats are not serious about border security. It's, it's not. I mean, they are an open borders party now. And that's the truth. You know, when I when I posted some of the uh, the pictures yesterday and some of Bill's reports here, you know, I say this all the time, Eric, and I think you can relate to this. There's a lot of people in our in our um, area that are Democrats. Um, our friend Jane Duker, let's use Jane as an example, Eric. She's not crazy. I mean, she's crazy in other ways. Let's admit that. But she's <laughs> outraged by this border. So many middle of the road Democrats, they don't want this to happen, but it seemingly never, never stops. No, and it's part of the reason why, uh, you know, Democrats in Missouri aren't competitive statewide, because you, this is sort of who they are now. You've got this kind of stuff. You've got, um, you know, the FBI, there were hearings yesterday going after, uh, you know, Catholics. I mean, th- this is a lawless administration, and um, uh, th- they're just not interested in, in enforcing the law. It's been, you know, used arbitrarily. But, you know, if, if they believe in and having anybody – come over here without any vetting. That's kind of who they are. I'll also point this out, Mark. There are, so, there are, there are about a, probably a, at least a million people that we have no idea. Like, they're the gotaways. So, like, the numbers yeah, that are you're seeing, right? yeah, we don't know. We don't have any idea who, who, who they are, and um, we are fooling ourselves. I mean, we are at great risk for a terrorist attack because of this policy, and I don't want to see that happen. Heaven forbid that would happen, but, um, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a powder keg here. What we saw yesterday on Capitol Hill when it comes to some of the Title IX stuff and anti-Semitism, I'll, I'll lump them both because there were outrageous things that were said in both particular areas. This was I had a guest on yesterday that I thought was fantastic, and he's a professor emeritus from the University of California, Santa Cruz, and he's written a book called The Breakdown of Higher Education. And uh, he, he was a guest on the show yesterday 
uh, Mr. Ellis, Professor Ellis was his name. I can't find his first name, but he said, never have college campuses exerted so great or so destructive an influence. Once an indispensable support of our advanced society, academia has become a cancer metastasizing through its vital organs. The radical left is the cause, most obviously through the one-party campuses, having graduated an entire generation of young Americans indoctrinated with their ideas. I think you would agree with that. That's a powerful statement right there. And this is on full display right now across the country. It is, is, Mark. And I actually gave a speech about this on the Senate floor. It's on on my Twitter uh, a few weeks ago. No one should really be surprised uh, to see this level of sort of anti-Semitism rearing its ugly head. This is uh, the logical consequence of DEI and CRT, which is the fruit of the poisonous tree of cultural Marxism. It used to be when I was in school, when I was in college, this was sort of like an elective you might take. This is now all the way part. It's in grade school. I mean, when I was attorney general, Mark, we uncovered privilege walks, the oppression matrix, the training of administrators and staff. It is it is infiltrated uh, higher education and, and now, you know, K through 12. And it's toxic. We are fooling ourselves if we think this is going to go away unless we address this. This is why I've been so adamant trying to get rid of these DEI offices across federal government, including in our military. Military has been a great meritocracy where the people, you know, from the, the lowest rung of the socioeconomic ladder can be war heroes, right, regardless of their, their skin color. But this kind of race essentialism to pit people versus oppressor and oppressed is causing a lot of this um, what you're seeing now, because if the only lens by which you see the, you know, what's happening in Israel is through race, or you're trying to figure out who's the occupier and who's the, like, first of all, there, we have historical amnesia. People don't really appreciate what's actually going on, especially the younger college students. But this is what happens, right? Who's, who's got a better argument or who's morally right takes a backseat to somebody's skin color. And it's really a step back for the country. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Senator Eric Schmidt with us. So on the Title IX stuff, I don't know if you got a chance to hear any of the cuts from um, Sarah Partial-Perry from Heritage, who, by the way, is coming up after you here a little bit later this hour, and Riley Gaines, who's just a hero on some of this stuff. But you had a congresswoman in Summerlee from Pennsylvania that tried to shut some of this stuff down yesterday, and other members, AOC, et cetera, making the case that biological men are just absolutely fine to compete against biological women. It's outrageous. It continues the majority of the country, including Democrats, again, not with them, but this nonsense keeps going on. It's because, you know, again, the radical left has taken over uh, really critical institutions. And there was testimony yesterday from the president of the Women's Law Center that um, that young women should just learn how to lose. Right. That's a lesson yeah. that they should take from this. I saw that and you retweeted that. Yeah, I saw her I comment. Yeah. 
it's totally insane. And as the father of, you know, two teenage daughters, I mean, what kind of lessons are we, are we actually teaching here? It's, it's totally wrong. And you're right. Um, this is a, this is a fringe issue that again, Democrats are more than willing to sort of accept at least the ones who are elected and, uh, they're on the wrong side of this one too. So tell me a little, I hadn't heard much about the end COVID tyranny act, something you've introduced here. I mean, this stuff, I even seen that the last couple of days, it's ramping up again in the media because it's winter and some people are getting sick. So now it's the fear tactics are back here the last couple of days. Yeah, we can never let that kind of COVID tyranny take over. And as you know, it was on your show a bunch when I was AG, we, we were leading the fight um, across the country, whether it was vaccine mandates we won at the Supreme Court, mask mandates we won locally. And so it's, it's an issue that's important to me because I think the, the, the level of uh, the power grab that we saw from people uh, is scary. We can't let it happen again. So this would ban, um, uh, you know, uh, mask mandates vaccine mandates for federal Head Start programs. It would make sure that we don't repeat those, you know, mistakes from the past. It would make sure that um, we have reform within the CDC. So it's really all encompassing to say, what are the lessons that we learned from this really dark period of American history as far as government overreach goes and make sure it never happens to go again. And so I think we've got to be proactive about it because again, I think that uh, unfortunately there are people that are willing to seize on these kinds of things, create fear, um, uh, try to, uh, you know, aggrandize their own power because of the fear that they've created. Yeah, they're called Democrats. I think that's the, uh, the <laughs> label for them. All right, one final question. True or false? You have, do you have like a podcast thing called Straight Talk now? Uh, yeah, to call it a podcast is uh, inaccurate. We're doing, it's, it's sort of like, I'm trying to do more things on social media that's sort of like a direct connection to, to people who follow me. So we're doing some of that. I'm doing more like Instagram lives where we talk about Mizzou football or, or Mizzou baseball. So people are listening, you know, follow us on Instagram and on, um, on Twitter. I but, love that. You know, yeah. the, the, mo- the best way to communicate is being on your show, Mark. Well, I've learned no that doubt. over the years. Yeah, so but the, the reason I was asking the question about straight talk is because I think I pointed this out to you. You were, can you confirm, you were or were not the official state lawmaker um, and state office holder of the Mark Reardon show. Is that not true? That I is was. true, right? I was, and it carried me all the way to this office. Thank so you. you deserve Thank all you the for the acknowledgement. But, but it's, not a, it's not a real, if we did that, actually, so if we do that, we're actually, we're interviewing people or something like that, I'll be, I'll love to have you on. But really right now, it's just like a direct way of talking about things that are going on. Cause look, it's my first year in the Senate. Right. And so there's a lot of things that are behind the scenes that people don't know. Like we have lunch together every day. All the senators have Republican senators have lunch together every day. There was the congressional baseball game stuff. There's just sort of things moving around the Capitol. That I think people would find interesting. It's certainly been interesting for me. I've never been here before. And so we're just trying to share that with people who are, who are tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to, I want to make sure I'm not left out of of any title that should be the official, you know, talk show host of the Straight Talk segment with Eric Schmidt. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's, all right. It's, now I see yeah, it's all yeah, about you me. Did respond to that. Yeah. What about you? Right. right. All right. Hey, have a great week. Let's see what you can accomplish here in in December. Stay on them on the Foreign Aid Supplemental in particular, Eric. We'll talk soon. All right, Mark. Take care. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.